Hello and welcome to Wake the F*** Up, a podcast about conscious living. I'm your host, Madison Palika, here to explore with you a holistic, healthy, and ethical way of life to help you gain awareness and self-empowerment. I hope to awaken humanity to the reality of the world as well as their own creative potential. Thank you so much for being here, and I love you. Hi. Today's episode, we are going to be talking about haters. (laughs) I got a message on Instagram not too long ago asking me about how I deal with haters. You know, whether it's Trump haters or God haters, and how I deal with it in a loving, impactful mind-opening and Christ-like way if I do have experience in those type of situations. And a couple of things immediately came up to me. The first was that I responded and I said, somehow I've been so blessed and I haven't gotten many people hating on me. I have no idea how. And that kind of just clicked in me real fast that I have protection. You know, it's not easy to go against the narrative these days. And I mean, we've all seen the people who do or say things that isn't now uh, socially acceptable or politically correct. These people get canceled, they get mocked, they get made fun of. You know, people protest against them. They get called every name in the book. They get so blown up on their social medias and it's just vile and rude and hateful. And I've been a pretty loud voice. And especially this year when I've completely transformed all of my beliefs, political and spiritual and everything. I would have expected a lot of the people who used to follow me when I was super new agey and buddhist hindu psychedelic everything you know the people who followed me then i'm so surprised that now that i'm talking about jesus christ (laughs) and donald trump like i used to hate donald trump it was almost cool to identify with hating donald trump you know there also was a belief that went along with my old spirituality about christianity and Christ and how it's just so uh, colonial and it's just like patriarchal and the white man that thinks he's the best and wants to take over everything. So I really am so surprised that I have not been attacked more. And that is just, thank you God for the protection that you have around me. Because it is hard to deal with the hatred and the name calling. But I have learned from my experience that a lot of the time, you know, no matter what it is that I'm talking about, because I've always been very outspoken and my perspective is always shifting and changing. And, you know, if I do come across new evidence that kind of puts to rest some of the old things that I believed in, I'll change. And that doesn't always sit well. So people will be angry and mad at me. And like, how can you do this? You're being so stupid um i remember one person called me dumb bitch i actually made a podcast about that one someone 
left like these novels worth of comments on one of my videos earlier this year when everything going on was still really new and really fresh you know it wasn't like a well-known thing that we were being lied to and manipulated Um, and I was talking about BLM and how it's funded by people like George Soros and they don't have good intentions and they're not working for the black community and that was really new people weren't really saying that and I just remember getting these comments from someone who was so angry and I don't even know if I responded to him or not but he actually ended up coming to me on Instagram like months later uh, from a different account it was from his fake account I think he was afraid actually to even say that from his real account. Like, I don't know if maybe someone had his account information and could look at his messages or whatever, I don't know. But he didn't want it to be associated with his normal account, but he actually came back and messaged me from this fake account, apologizing. And I cannot tell you how many times this has happened. And I think it has something to do, of course, with the way that I deal with it. I firmly believe that the way people treat you and act towards you, a lot of the time it's just projection. Meaning, if someone feels unhappy and miserable in themselves, they're going to blame you for it. And they're going to tell you that you're hateful and rude and disgusting. But the truth is, they're not happy with where they are in their own lives with themselves. You know, the people who will point at you and saying, say that you're being hateful, a lot of the times they are hateful themselves. You know, people will say it takes one to know one. And that's true. A lot of the time they don't know that they are that way. And that's why they continually blame other people for problems that they see or that they experience because they don't realize that a lot of the time the problem is them. They're making their life harder. They see misery in the world because they're miserable themselves. Someone who is really happy and content and at peace with who they are and where they're at in life doesn't feel the need to go troll other people on their Instagrams or their YouTubes and leave comments. You know, even comments that are like, you're ugly. I guarantee you that the person who called you ugly feels ugly and they're calling you ugly so that they can feel like they're one step above you and that's all they need to just give them a little bit of satisfaction for a second everything really is a reflection and when you get people hating on you for what you're doing and saying if you can just understand that that person is angry because they're dealing with something like it literally it doesn't have to have anything to do with you but they're just finding an outlet to get out their rage and their anger. The sooner you can just realize like, okay, whatever this person's doing, what they're saying is kind of hurtful. I am stunned that somebody has the audacity to say that to someone. Usually it's strangers. Like, how can you say that to somebody you don't even know? But that's just it. They don't really know you. They don't know what you're about. They don't know your your heart. They don't know your intentions. Only God does. So if you can just go about it and understand and give them empathy. You know, I'm so sorry that 
you're feeling so down about yourself. And obviously, don't say that to them. Like, oh, I can tell that you're having some issues with yourself. So, because <laughs> that's just like condescending. But it just makes it a lot easier to take a step back, take a breather. Most of the time, I don't even respond. Or if I do, you know, I'll say thanks for your opinion. You know, I don't agree. You don't have to agree with me, but this is what I think, what I believe, what I have found to be true through my research. I, you know, suggest you listen to some different perspectives. Here's an example or, you know, something of that sort. J. Cole, <laughs> J. Cole says in his songs, I think it's Snow on the Bluff. He is just talking about how, you know, there's a girl on Twitter who's talking about she's mad at capitalists and white people and cops and everything and celebrities who aren't doing enough and j cole saying like okay i'm starting to feel called out so i'm gonna listen to this but he goes on to say you know there's something about her tone that's bothering me like she's acting so holier than thou like sh this this girl is so blessed to grow up in a conscious environment where she can learn about what's going on and how oppression works and the solutions and everything you know she seems to have found a solution but why is she hating on all the people who don't understand the way that she does you know why is she looking down at us because we don't see things the same way or we haven't been blessed enough to be as educated as she is instead of calling people out and saying you hate all these people and do better and you know i can't believe you're doing this that it's better to treat people the way you treat children and understand the time and the patience and the love that's needed. And no matter how old a person is, there is always an inner child inside of them who is hurt, who has been traumatized, who has been conditioned to perceive the world and themselves in a very certain way. If people grow up in a bad environment from the age of zero to seven years old, your brain is being molded and shaped. And unless you start to kind of do some of that inner work and the healing work, it stays that way. So if you're, you're raised in a family where your brain hasn't made the right connections to be able to support you and your life and to communicate well and to have solid relationships and to know what boundaries are, and all these different types of things, you're going to carry that, you know, that experience from zero to seven years old. Your brain is going to carry that through the rest of your entire life. So you have to give people grace. It's not about you when you're being hated on. It's about them. Another thing that I wanted to touch on is, you know, people will always try and tell you. People who don't believe in the Bible don't believe in Jesus Christ, will look at you, you know, especially if you're a Christ believer, and if you're saying something that they don't like to hear, or that's controversial, or might be upsetting, or even offensive, they love to tell you, you're not being Christ-like. Meanwhile, they have zero understanding of who Christ was, or what his personality was like, or the things that he did, or believed in, or said. 
you know, Christ, when he came to a temple and saw that people had basically turned it into a marketplace and were selling all these different goods, he was pissed. And he went and he flipped the tables in this temple. And people thought he was nuts, but he was like, no, 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 no. This is the house of my father. Don't turn the temple into your marketplace. You know, this is not chill. So he flipped the tables. If someone were to do that today, it would be so easy for people to look at you flipping tables and be like, oh my gosh, look at that person. So unchrist like Not realizing Christ himself did that. <laughs> and people today hate this polarization. You know, I do... There is so much division around and it's sad and it sucks to see. But at the same time, there is this deception going on where people are taking the bad and the good and lumping it all together into one thing. You know, you hear about this in the new age talking about unity and all is one and you can't have good without bad. I even wrote that in my book, but now I'm like, gosh, that's such a cop out. Like that is not even true at all. And it feels like today there's so much polarization, especially in politics with these social movements. Like either you're BLM or you hate black people or either you're LGBTQ or you're a giant homophobe. (laughs) That's so not true. But also I think that there is a place for polarization because what happens when you can't tell good from bad? You know, when everything mixes together, you can't tell up from down, you can't tell hot from cold. Who wants to sit in a lukewarm bath? Well, it's got equal parts hot and cold, you need them both. A lukewarm bath, great. No, nobody wants to sit in a lukewarm bath. We want that piping hot. This world has been working in a way that you don't really have to be clear or to take a stand or have a stance on anything. And this is especially true in New Age when they talk about, well, I have my truth and you have your truth. I'll honor your truth. Of course, your, your experience is valid, but calling every single person's different perceptions truth is just wrong. There is one truth and it's simple. There is light or there is dark. What do you choose? It's not a one foot in, one foot out type of thing. You have to choose one or the other. And I bring this up because I got a message from somebody on Instagram. I think this was last night. Um, I had shared a TikTok video of a gay man who was saying that not supporting LGBTQ plus all the other letters, if you don't support that, it does not mean you're a homophobe. And he goes on in his TikTok video to say that he is gay and he doesn't support LGBTQ. Why? Because it's a political ideology. And I was like, wow, how cool is that? There's a gay person standing against the so-called gay rights movement. So I shared it. And one of my old friends who is gay uh, replied to me and he said, you don't get to post this. As a straight person, you don't get to have an opinion on this, period because it just makes you look like an asshole. It just, it irked me because, you know, not only, it's not even just me 
sharing my opinion. It's me sharing a gay man's opinion on the gay movement. Like, I think that that's a valid source and that's something that deserves to be shared and uplifted. So I responded and I said, why is it that people can only elevate voices if it goes along with the narrative and what pretty much what the mob wants? You know, I can elevate gay voices if they're pro-LGBT, but if they're not, I can't. And I can elevate black voices if they're pro-BLM, but if they're against BLM, I can't. Where's the line between political correctness, in quotations, and the freedom of speech? Um, I was listening to Brother Dude Marty. He started a YouTube channel, and it's great. I was listening to the video titled A Message to America. I think that's what it's called. It's about 25 minutes long. But he was saying that everything these days is labeled discrimination. And he was saying it doesn't matter if you're in a church or a daycare or wherever you are. If a guy were to come into your Boy Scouts with a red dress and high heels and lipstick and makeup on, you don't have the right to tell him to go change and that, you know, this is Boy Scouts, you can't come in here looking like that because now that's discrimination. And it's like we're slowly getting stripped from us our God-given right to have an opinion, to have a belief, to have a say on what's going on and what we're experiencing. And I just wanted to give you guys some motivation to not shut down in the face of hate. You know, I feel like people don't even begin to speak up or to take a stance or say what they feel or think because they're so afraid of the way that, you know, rude, hateful people are going to act towards them. Even if it is in the name of justice and equality and freedom. Like, people will take words like peace and use that to be a monster to other people. Right now, especially now in the world, it's so important for reformation to bring things back to the original design. You know, God's original design. We've been separated from the the literal source of life for so long and now you know there's a movement arising to bring people back to this original design to heal us you know i'll be the first one to say that having this calling and to be speaking this truth and saying the things that people don't want to hear you feel like a party pooper you know people are going to look at you and think that you're judgmental or critical and you might not always be popular but they come back around in the future once they see how much fruit what you've been doing has brought and they want a piece of it or they want to tell you they're sorry and that they see where you're coming from now you know you are meant to be different for a purpose there's been so many times where i feel like i shouldn't do what i'm doing or that i can't because people want to censor me for what I'm saying or the qualities that I'm sharing. You know, sometimes it's been really hurtful whether people that I have loved are disagreeing with what I'm saying or even if they agree with me but they fear uh, being associated with me because they're embarrassed that the people who don't agree with me will see their association with me and judge them or think that they're dumb. And, you know, I have lost friends this way um even one of my relationships was this way i always felt like he was ashamed of me but it's a calling 
you know, if you're feeling this pull in your heart, go for it because there is a dry, thirsty land and people who are craving the water that you have to give. Craving it. People have been feeling so empty, so confused, so just misguided, you know? And a lot of the time when people hate you and disagree with you and being think you're being hateful, it's because they've been programmed. You know, the entire world, you know, this is like the stomping grounds for the enemy, for, or for d- the devil or Satan, you know, whatever you like to call it. And since the beginning of time, he has hated God. He wants to usurp the throne from him. And one of his favorite things to do is to take humans away from God. And so he has been working through people, through the media, through the education system, through politics, through Hollywood, all of these different things, medicine, to confuse us and to put us on the wrong path and to alter our beliefs and our lifestyles and our DNA even, and to literally brainwash us, to manipulate and deceive us so much that we blame God and that we hate God and we think he's unjust and unloving and that things that are godly, like believing in Jesus or marriage being between a man and a woman or biological gender or abortion being legalized murder like these are our godly principles and values and satan has confused people and brainwashed people so much to the fact that they think that if you don't let somebody murder their baby that you're the unloving one and you're the unkind one and you're the one that doesn't care about life it's distortion it's twisted but now is the time for you to set the standard and a lot of this um is inspiration from nate and christy johnston i'm taking their online course called grow it's wonderful it's amazing every time leaves me so inspired but yeah i just wanted to share this because if you are feeling the fire inside of you to share and to stand up for what's right, but you're scared because of the backlash, don't be afraid. Now is the time to set the standard and to stand up. And God has chosen you and given you this fire for a reason. He wants to see you be so rebellious in the name of God, in the name of things that are good. And whether that's you standing up for pro-life or standing up for Donald Trump or standing up for Jesus, you know, it doesn't matter. Stand up because now's the time. Love you so much. Thanks for listening and I'll see you guys soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I hope that you absolutely loved it and that you got some really good things out of it to apply in your own life. If you want to hear more, I'm really active on Instagram. My username is Madison Palika. I'm also on YouTube and Facebook, both under Madison Palika. So hit me up there. I would love to schedule a mentoring session with you or talk to you about course options. I would love to hear from you and I would love to hear what you think about this podcast. Again, I love you. Thanks so much and have the best day ever.